Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to It's Your Funeral, the podcast where we interview guests about the most important day of their afterlives. As ever, I'm here with the man who wants no funeral, but just to be left alone. Just to be like, well, I think you said once, just forget about me. You don't even care. Is that right? Anyway, just it's, leave me it, alone, it's yeah. Sam Hammond, a.k.a. Vom Cruz. Sam, how are you? Just, I'm fine. Just leave me alone. <laughs> but it's when you die that you most want to be left alone. Just no, you don't want to be center of attention. That's the key. I, yeah, I just don't like fuss. I've never liked fuss. I don't like a birthday party. I don't like any. I don't like putting anyone out. And the idea of everyone having to come to my funeral is just like the worst idea. I'm like, fuck that. Just, and I don't think you're there when you're dead. When you die, you're not in that. And you don't. If someone wants to go to the pub and have a beer, then fine, you can do that. But any more than that, no, it's banned. Yeah, fair enough. The direct opposite me, uh, an egocentric who just wants a huge funeral with everybody there crying. Sam, we've recorded about 10 of these now. What have you learnt from speaking to so many people about their inevitable deaths? Um, absolutely fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear from you guys at home about any weird or funny or interesting stories about death or funerals. Uh, anything good, we will read out. Uh, pod, it's your funeral at gmail.com is the email address. That's pod, it's your funeral at gmail.com. Our guest today, though, is former radio DJ, stand up comedian. And now I've actually asked him before we went on, what can I call you in terms of the job you do now? And we ended up with the closest word being games master. Uh, please welcome Ollie on ollie how are you hi hi barnaby hi sam well hi. the first question we have to ask is um tell the audience a little bit about your career so that they can understand what the hell i was just talking about do you mean my career now or the one that well, was no just say yeah both say you know who you are where have you come from right well i did stand up good for a few years smashed it did really well <laughs> this was in australia anyone can do quite well in australia um, they asked me to do a big breakfast radio show. I said, yes, I did it. Made me depressed. I quit. I came back to England. Okay. Um, and then, um, after not really having anything to do, is when I started doing something that I know you from, which is the original Whiff Waff Brothers, which then became Bounce Ping Pong, mm -hmm. uh, which then, uh, after that, after working at Bounce, then I started up Putt Shack. Uh, and now we've got a new project called High Jingo, which opens... End of October, which is like really futuristic bingo. So the Games Master thing, I just kind of come up, I help come up with uh, ways of parting people with their money yeah. for entertainment purposes. But in a Yeah, in an entertaining way. Yeah, so for those people who don't know what those places are, the, oh, the Whiff Waff Brothers um, was a party night where you just played table tennis in a warehouse in Dalston. Quite that's, debauched, really, that's wasn't where it? I met Ollie, yeah, very debauched, very cool. And then my understanding was that from, through that, you got uh, the job 
basically doing all the games at bounce, which is a ping pong bar or two ping pong bars, and then uh, putt shack, which is a crazy golf bar. Yeah, yeah. And then onto High Jingo, which is a bingo entertainment bar. Yeah, all tech related as well. All tech. So it's related, just chuck yeah. a load of tech at stuff and see what sticks. Do you have any jobs? <laughs> do I have any? Jo- yes, I do. Yeah. I always have jobs for people. Uh, Barnaby knows this. Yeah, I'm yeah. giving out jobs left, right, and centre. Could do with a job. Great. Let's, let's yeah. sort you out. Now, if if nothing else comes from this fucking funeral podcast, Sam may have a job on his hands. That is exciting news. He yeah. looks thrilled. Yeah, I am thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything at the moment. Um, it Ollie, is something. Bingo caller. Ollie, yeah, you could be a bingo caller. Uh, he's, you know, he's been in bands. He's out front. Uh, Ollie, what is your? Uh, this is, of course, a funeral podcast what is your funeral experience what do you mean by that like what ones have i been to it's purposely a vague question because i want people to take it however they choose but it can be that way yeah okay um well great grandma was the first one i remember when i was 10 okay. she died on february 3rd 1988 well i remember the date because i heard my mum crying and talking to my dad in the next room and i had a chess match that night that day <sighs> i was the school captain and I couldn't play, and I just knocked over my king, and I never played chess again. What? And then, yeah, yeah. And then my teacher, Mr. Lucas, he used to always do this funny thing with his glasses, flick them up and down. He realised something was wrong, but I couldn't tell him because I've never been very good at sharing things that are going on in my life. Mm-hmm. So I just knocked the king over and said, I'm not doing it anymore. But oh, but from a very young age, very into drama. How very dramatic drama. is that? <laughs> I knocked my king over and yeah. I never played again. Well, I knew that that's how you lost a game without actually sure. um, getting checkmated. If you just knock it over, it's just admitting defeat. Wait, and I think I had admitted defeat that day. So were, you, were you pissed off at great-grandma for ruining your chess career at the time? <laughs> I think I was more pissed off at her doctor for misdiagnosing her stomach cancer. All of this information I heard through phone calls, mm. overhearing with my parents, and I knew that that's what happened. Um, and then her actual funeral... I was. I felt really guilty because I was the only one that didn't cry, and everybody else was, and I, I felt really guilty for that. <laughs> and I just expressed that. For Do you know what? That time. genuinely is. Thank you. A. Thank you so much. As someone who's admitted they're not very good at expressing their emotions, for expressing that on this podcast, much appreciated. And uh, in terms of relatability, yeah, I've been at a funeral before and felt like. Should I be? Should I feel more emotional about this? Should I try and cry? I think that's a real thing. Mm. I think I've only been to four, five. Sorry, my granny as well. Sorry, gran. Well, she's not here anymore. <laughs> um, I didn't cry at hers either, which is strange. The last one I went to, which was last year, was when a friend passed away, and I was very teary all day because of that. Probably because it's closer in age and more relatable. Mm. Um, but does that make it an Relatable is in what way? In a, in a, in a way where you could be like, well, this could be me. It could be me. Yeah. It's very yeah, very personal, isn't that? It? it could be me. Yeah. No, it was. There's any rules to it? I mean, you can you you can cry later or before, can't you? Some people, a, a funerals are quite a weird situation, aren't they? Because everyone's looking at each other as well, and there's people there you don't yeah maybe not like, or you maybe you don't, you don't have well, a strong relationship with. You might be like, Fuck. well, this was this was a weird one because. On edge. Um. It was a close friend, and it was a horrible accident that happened and when she passed away. And her friend, actually, maybe it was her sister or a friend when, when the announcement, because it wasn't a big group of us going for the funeral. It was like a few close friends. Mm-hmm. And the initial thing was, like, she would have wanted colour, wear colour to this thing. Nice. And then, obviously, you get there and, no, 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 this is a very Catholic funeral. Oh. And so it was about 200 people. No, maybe 150 people in the thing. And, like, me and somebody else in colour. And I just felt like a twat. And I could hear these, like, 
I'm not a massive fan of Catholics. I can hear them chatting behind me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like we're in black. And I, I, I was so emotional. I did kind of want to swing around and slap them. Mm. Wait, okay. So there was... You'd been told to wear colour. Yeah. It's more like a celebration of her life. Yeah, but then but there's then, like a two-day before memo that had gone through, which didn't actually come to the friends. Got it. Got it. Bastards. Yeah, that's bad. So I, that's why I was crying. Yeah. I was embarrassed. And, and <laughs> going back to the kind of thing about whether or not you cry, and uh, the thing is, for an overthinker, and I am an overthinker, it's not for me about whether I can or can't cry. It's almost like I'm thinking so much in the moment. It's like, should I be crying mm. rather than, you know, just letting it be totally natural? I wonder if, I wonder if, like you said, maybe if it's someone much closer to me or closer to my age then say my nana at her funeral maybe then it'd just be taken out of my hands the emotion would would sweep over maybe i think i think that's very true and also seeing all of your family and stuff crying yeah and and questioning yourself why you're not crying because i think you cry at the sense of loss and the fact that they're gone but if you're thinking about why aren't i crying you're not actually there's no context of them being gone yeah. you're just in that moment that's true sam um, have you found at the funerals you've been to memorials you've been to are you, um, are you an easy crier yeah, I can cry, um, and I can let myself do it. But yeah, I'm not a big crier. But I was, you know, when you're at school. I don't know if you guys had this, but when I was at school, and I'd get like dragged to the headmistress' office to get bollocked, and like I would get nervous, and I'd start laughing, you know, and just like laughing in her face, and then it just makes it all worse. But it's it's nerves. You know what I mean? I, I always had the fear that I would do that at a funeral, you know, yeah. especially I wouldn't have someone who was really close to me, obviously, because it'd be too real. But someone who's just a distant relative or something, you know, just like burst into laughter because you're nervous because you're thinking about it too much. And you know what? I, I understand that because my ex-girlfriend, Emily, whenever we'd have a row, <laughs> would always just laugh. And, yeah. I, you know, it how much worse does it make it when you're like angry <laughs> someone's just laughing at you and she's just like, i'm just no i'm just nervous i don't like know what an, to say like a genuine laugh or sort of cynical laugh. nervous, like, nervous <sighs> no like nervous laughter i think to be fair right a well she's she's ex anyway isn't she? cynical laughter that's why cynical he broke laughter. up with her we're yeah. both we're still very close and she'll enjoy having been name checked i'm sure uh, so ollie have you um <laughs> ever fantasized about or given much thought to your own funeral hmm yeah i think it's, it's not something that I've uh, put loads and loads of thought into. I've often thought about what it would be like to pop out of the thing and see who's actually showed up and see the emotion in the room. But I haven't thought like that for a few years. I don't think I care as much anymore. Um, because as you get older, you don't really care about having lots of friends. And I, would, I, I wouldn't mind if just one or two people were there, really. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a fantasy anymore. I think I'd like it in sort of... Dead silence. Like, absolute silence. No songs. Really? Yeah, just maybe a overhead projector with some words on a screen and everyone maybe can just hum at some moments. That's good. But that's all I'd want. Really good. That's all I'd want. What do the words on the screen say, then? Uh, welcome to Ollie's funeral. Please sit quietly. <laughs> in silence, in fact. Yeah. Hum I if you like. Turn your phones off. Put your phones on silent, but take videos. That's what I would say. It feels to me like you've um, decided upon a funeral purposely to basically uh, render all of the questions that I've got written on this phone completely obsolete. Well, that was my old funeral. My, my new funeral, uh, uh, let's say I want an Instagram funeral. What is an Instagram funeral? I don't know. I just thought about it. But what if it's like, I mean, do people still go out for those Instagram things? I don't think they do as much anymore. I think it's about video. But... 
maybe um, I would have loads of uh, special areas for photos and videos and experiences throughout the whole funeral. So at least you can get something good for your stories. Has anyone ever had a funeral wake at Bounce or Putt Shack or any of your... Somebody died. What? Yeah, I don't know how to talk. I think you have to. You'd have yeah. to name any names. I wasn't there. No, I'm not saying you didn't did it. Didn't do it. I'm not yeah. saying you did it. But Somebody, don't name um, any names, but what, what happened? I think they um, I think they had a diabetic coma shock thing. Wow. Fitted out, yeah. Yeah, but they, we didn't have the funeral there. Not no. we, but I don't think the family chose to have the funeral there or the wake. Strange. I'm not sure they've been back. <laughs> No, <laughs> what? No. Even, even with the discounts we provided. Um, you mentioned earlier uh, how you wouldn't mind the idea of popping out at your own funeral. That uh, people, there are lots of stories of people who have um, uh, actually been alive when it was thought they were dead and woken up at their funerals. Yeah. Um, is it? Do you think that's an ego thing of yours to think that might be quite fun? Would you be looking to kind of freak people out, or just because, like you said, you want to see who's crying, who's not, what the what the emotions are, what the reactions are? Well, I I do know that that used to happen in the Victorian era because they weren't so good at checking for. That's why it's called death. a wake. Is that what it was? Yeah, because they didn't know if you were going to wake up. Like, because some people would wake up if they had lead poisoning, they'd wake up oh. like two days later. So they used to have a dance and a party around the body, wait to see if they woke up. And how long would a wake go for, generally? A few days, I think, then. Well, if you're yeah. hoping for the person to wake up, you just go on go on <laughs> yeah. until you, you died. It's an excuse to party, isn't it? Yeah. But um, they, they, they you can used to have, like, you'd pay more for a funeral and they'd leave a bell in there and things like that. Mm. But I think there's people now that you can pay extra for, for a funeral. Wait, there'd be a bell in the casket? Yeah, but oh. now you can get, like, electronic buzzers that are connected. You can pay extra. <laughs> Come on. I'm pretty sure this is true. It sounds like it'd be true in my head. Let's check if they're dead. Like now, it's pretty easy to work out if someone's dead, isn't it? Just to make sure. Just for peace yeah. of mind. If you leave somebody in a coffin with a little light, <laughs> a phone, a canister of O2, <laughs> and just a text, I'm still here. Um, be good to yeah. wa- it'd be good to WhatsApp your funeral. I feel like have I not seen like a trailer for a film where someone's stuck in a in a in a coffin underground and all they've got is a phone, but there's no signal. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Gotta get a signal down. So, oh, maybe so maybe route, only, they need a router. They a need a router. <laughs> they need a Wi-Fi booster <laughs> as well. Maybe they only get buried four feet under if it's need the Wi-Fi. Um, so at this uh, silent funeral that you're having, where there's only an overhead projector, um, I'm assuming then you're not having any eulogies. So you don't you don't. <gasps> surely you want some people to, uh, to 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 give some words. It's an interesting thought. A eulogy. Um, the ones I've been to. The eulogy is quite interesting, but it's always it's always a bit positive. And I've known a few of these people that have passed away and I've been to their funeral, and they're not that person to me. Mm. Huh. This has come up before, yeah. the idea that at funerals, everyone is always given a positive spin. Exactly. How many ama- how many world's best fathers and amazing people can there be? Yeah. They, I think in a bit more... Re- one world's Everybody's best a bit of a cunt, aren't they? Yeah, there needs to be some reality. There needs to be the positive eulogy and the negative one, just for balance. Oh, so basically the kind of uh, good cop, bad cop. Yeah, I think that would bring the whole funeral together. So I'd bring an ex-girlfriend in to just slag you off and then get like a family member to say how great you were. Yeah, as long as it's offset and it's like, it's the pro-con funeral. All right, so... The pro-con funeral company. who's your bad cop? Who's bad cop at your funeral and what are they going to say? Goodness, um, well... I don't think I've got any. <laughs> Doesn't apply to me, by the way. I feel like, like that's exactly what all the people who are actually cunts would say. Cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, let me have a think. Uh, Jason Smith from school in England. Um, I used to go outside and punch him. Okay. Uh, and I'd punch him in the guts and then he'd, pr- he'd pretend to be injured. And so I'd act, because I'm quite empathetic, I'd see if he was okay. And then he used to like uppercut me and run away laughing as I'd sort of get my okay, bloody lip. Hold on. Let's, uh, let's he was just my enemy. Mm. He so was my enemy. Were you a bully or were you fighting no. back? No, he was like same size. I was in the school team for all the sports and he Chess, wasn't. Chess, we know that. Chess, badminton, table tennis, <laughs> yeah. football, cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jason Smith, I don't think he would have gone on to do a lot in his life. He had that sort of look about uh, him. Jason Smith, if you're listening to this pod, it's your funeral <laughs> at gmail.com. Jason Smith from All Saints Junior School. It's such a school thing to say, <gasps> I punched him in the guts as well. Yeah. That's such a great... That's, <laughs> you really regressed back to your school days there, I think. Well, I'm just trying to think who would be an enemy, but I don't think he would have it in, in him to be an enemy. So Smitty comes back 35 <laughs> years later, says, Ollie Rezon used to punch me in the guts, and I'm glad he's dead. He deserved it. He was an asshole. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. And then everyone be like, oh, 35 years ago? Who cares? <laughs> get over it, man. Get over it. Boo, Jason, get off the stage. <laughs> um... Do you have any requests for uh, what you're dressed in in the coffin for your funeral, like dress scent, uh, dress code for yourself? Yeah. What do you want to look like? Full kit. Man United, Eric Cantona, number seven. 1995, still got the sweat stains under the armpits. Hold on, in which case, to see the number seven, you're on your front. <laughs> I, I am, and I've got a little glass panel. So I'm lying like that, and I'm looking at the side of the glass panel at everybody. <laughs> Eyes open, eyes closed. Eyes open, wide open. And in the background, the cheers of Eric Cantona goals are playing. That's the only thing. And then it cuts to silence. So everyone comes in, oh, Cantona, silence. <laughs> I watch those videos when I'm depressed. I'm a Man United fan. But yeah, I watch, I watch Cantona compilations on YouTube when I'm yeah, sad. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, really good. 
Uh, and are you wearing any aftershave in particular? No, I'm assuming Beckham. The, you're the, be- the Beckham. Man. I'll stick the it smells Beckham. gorgeous. To be fair, I haven't actually tried. I haven't smelled it. I haven't tried it. I haven't smelled it. Um, I'm it, just imagining. It and I've got like a him. bottle of his whiskey in with me as well. Beckham's whiskey. That's by Haig, isn't it? Haig whiskey. Haig whiskey. And I've got a brochure for the football hotel in my clasped in my hands. <laughs> got Gary Neville's. You're wearing coffee. a Salford flag. Oh no, we're going that far. I'm not one of those Manchester Man United fans. I'm um, more of a London one. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me just quickly record a stick. It's your funeral. With Beckham with Brand Beckham. <laughs> there you go. That's our first sponsorship sting. I fucked it up, but there you go. No, Huawei. Uh Huawei. <laughs> um if you could be at your own funeral, what is the one thing you'd like to see? Now that's quite a vague question, but I wonder what I mean. Alive is- at my own funeral, because I will be there. Or a ghost. Could be a ghost. Uh, could be a ghost your own funeral, but, but would you want to see, um, for instance, uh, like in my head, I talk about this a lot, but in my head, there's a pew full of my ex-girlfriends and they're all crying. Or would you like to see people, you know, would you be intrigued to see, oh, who's not that bothered? Or, you know, if you could, basically, if you were a fly on the wall. Well, with the whole they're not that bothered thing, mm. I would assume they were like me and they're just processing it in a different way. So I wouldn't mind they're not bothered. The ex-girlfriends... Um, I wouldn't like them to be upset. I'd like them to maybe be joining a WhatsApp group together and hooking up and becoming great mates, mm. <laughs> bonded through a universal love of their form of flame. Yeah. Um, I would expect my current girlfriend to be quite upset. Yeah. Um, Mom, Dad, shed a tear or two. Um, so you think you're gonna? You think your parents are gonna outlive you? <laughs> well, it's hard to. I mean, I live in London during COVID. And, they, and my dad lives in Perth in Australia and they're pretty safe. My mum lives in the south of Spain. She's pretty safe. COVID numbers in London currently are five in every 100,000 people. Would Is have that it. true? Yeah. Lowest in the whole country. Well, I don't want to be one of those five. But by the time this goes out, it could be the opposite and it could be 28 days You guys later. got your antigen tests on you? I uh, haven't uh, had that yet. Fair enough. Um, I don't think they work. No, I've had that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know who I'd want to be sad. Um... Who would I really like to see? It would be good to have Beckham and Cantona there. Yeah, the least they could do. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure if you uh, if you left enough money in the estate, you could probably. They get would be the only ones allowed to talk. Anyone who is a celebrity can talk. Fair enough. Uh, we're going to move on to the important question of the wake. This is a good opportunity, I think, for you, Ollie, to potentially plug some of the nice businesses you work for. Would you have your wake at any of those uh, sports entertainment venues that you've worked at? I, w- I would not. No. Oh. No. Okay. I would have the wake. Um, I want somewhere quiet. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't like a big atmosphere, so the Emirates. <laughs> no. Um, so much football banter on this episode. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I think it's because the season started again. Yeah. And I'm winning the Fantasy League already. Oh, great. There's been like four games. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm winning already, so. Okay, good. Um, where would I have my wake? Uh, I think maybe just a barbecue. Oh, nice, yeah. That's in the, the park. Aus- the Australian in you. Barbecue in your body. <laughs> that is a fantastic idea. If you were to open up the body, take all the guts out, and then yeah. put a grill inside, oh, and then that's just good, cook yeah. it outside like that. It ruined a Man United shirt, but, you know. Well, maybe you just don't bury me. The whole thing, the funeral is a silent bit, where I'm yeah. looking out in my Man United shirt with the bottle of whiskey. Funeral's over, everyone's ushered out, they bring the coffin out, lift the lid, the whiskey starts getting passed around, yeah. they lift my lifeless body onto a table, the mortician has already prepared my gut grill, yeah. and they unzip it, pull the skin aside. Inside is a perfect Weber grill. Mm-hmm. Steaks appear from nowhere. All of a sudden, I'm frying, all from my stomach. That's a great idea. 
in so a park. Does that mean we have that basically your spine is now coal and you've 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 got fire from below? Is that what's happening? Mm, that's, I think logistically that's what would have to have happened. Yeah. Am I lighting mm. you through your asshole? Are you doing it? I am now in my head, yeah, very much. <laughs> Eric Cantona is doing the lighting. I've very much got a vision of me sticking one of those lighter things up your asshole for some reason. <laughs> no, because it's like an it's an once you open my gut up, it's an open flame. So if you've just got a few fire lighters, you can light it directly. Right. Um but I just, well, yeah, I think that's what I'd quite like. Yeah, okay. And, and we're having steaks, are we having burgers? Is there a vegan No vegan, no, 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 no vegan stuff. That is a strict, strict, no appearance at my wake. No, no Catholics, no vegans. I'm not sure the vegans would have... No Catholics, no vegans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure the vegans would, would probably have any food from your body anyway. It seems to go against what I imagine. Well, I think that's, if they showed up, it'd be quite disrespectful to not. Wouldn't <laughs> it? Oh, yeah, I'm here at your funeral. I won't eat meat from your dead body. That's disgraceful if I've got a friend that would do that. Get out. Exactly. Cantonel yeah. will chase them off. I now have a vision in my head of your uh, of the invite to your funeral, which is just no vegans, no Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Rezon cordially invites Oh, also no red light jumpers okay. uh, on bikes. Because I just when I rode here today, oh, it's, it's like my I hate it so much. I'm, I'm riding along, stopping at the red light. Even the little ones where you could clearly go through, somebody zips through. I just hate it so much. That's so no that. vegans, no Catholics, no red light That's jumpers. I'm a vegan and I do that. So yeah, I'm I not coming. Do Why do you stop at them? Huh? Because yeah. you have to. It's uh, the or law. What? Or what? <laughs> there must be so many things you break the law at, and that this is. The I one don't think you... I do. Really? Or maybe I, oh. <laughs> what, so what's law? Things. What's law? <laughs> what do you mean by law? Oh god! All right. Well, on the way back, I'll run through a red light and see. So what happens. we're eating off your dead body. Is it free bar? I mean, who's paying for the booze at this barbecue? I'm assuming not us. Hopefully. No, no. It would definitely be catered, fully catered, Good. and all paid for. Good. Well, obviously, we've got the the whiskey sponsorship that's oh, come yeah. through. Good point, Haig. Um, I wouldn't mind actually having a few. What would say the um. Smirnoff Ice. Yeah. The classic 90s ones. They were the first drinks I pretty much ever had when I went to university. And I would like them served in a four, no, like a three metre aluminium dinghy full of ice, and that's just full of Smirnoff Ice. Got it. And no Why, why particularly three metres? It's so specific. I love it. Well, I think four metres is just, just a bit extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, that, that's very expensive. You know, when you drink, when you have like three, two or three. Or any more Smirnoff Ices, your teeth basically just become sugar. Oh yeah, I can you really you remember that teeth. Feeling. You grip them oh. together and it kind of stick. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't drink before I went to university, and then I remember I started drinking because they made me in the football club at university. And then that Christmas, my dad got me uh, six Smirnoff Ices. Really, <laughs> as a Christmas present. <laughs> Great. The day I turned eighteen, I drove myself to the bottle shop and bought six Stella Artois. <laughs> Kept them in the fridge. I used to drink one a week <laughs> for six weeks. Tried offering my dad. He's like, no, thanks. To me, that's like, how can I prove that I'm a man? Yeah, I, I also went to the, um, the the same day I went to the, the TAB, which is the betting shop. And I bet 30 Australian dollars on some horses. Did it all one day. Just chose the horses by name? You didn't? I can't, I can't remember how I picked them. I also, actually, I, I also, I think I was, um, well, I was. I was working at McDonald's at the time when I turned 18. Yeah. Um, and Sorry, I didn't put that in your intro. That's all right. <laughs> I I did. It was the second after turning eighteen, and I went and bought a bottle of Clua from the bottle shop just down the road, and then filled up a McDonald's milkshake and just had milkshake and Clua whilst 
whilst working. Wow. Sounds great. Really, really pushing. Don't See? tell them, though, please. I told you you're a lawbreaker, old. and yet still, every red light, every red light. Um, I learnt my lesson. Ollie, uh, what do you want written on your gravestone? Oh, goodness. It's a big one. These pauses, you ed- edit them out, right? Really depends. Depends how <laughs> dead air is a crime. It really depends on whether the person says you're going to edit this out, right? Uh, um, what do, what would I like written on my? Um, he appreciated detail, common sense, <laughs> and the law. And he hated dead air. He saw it as a crime. <laughs> dead air is a crime. Um, no, what, oh gosh. No, no, that sounded good. What did I say? It sounded serious. He appreciated. He appreciated Detail. Common sense, details, common sense, and the law. Yeah. Let him cool. rest in peace, yeah. as you will too soon. Who are <laughs> a threat? Off. Yes, it's a threat. <laughs> and I'd quite like a hand sticking out of in a concrete hand instead of a headstone, like that. And it, it can support. Oh, he has his palm up and his fingers up. Yeah, so it can support whatever the family or friends want to put in it. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Your haters could put their balls in it. Yes, oh, that's true. That's true. I have some carrots. Or a little tiny red light. <laughs> uh, Ollie, some quick fire questions before we get to the final, final okay. question. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Who is carrying your coffin and why have you chosen them? Um, it's the Manchester United under 18 squad. And I've chosen them because they were cheap in the under 21s. How do you want the congregation to react? Tears or a sing along or what? Well, no, I've, I've said it. Sit in silence and oh, shuffle yeah. out one done. That's true. What's, what song do you want played as your coffin is brought in? Um, sonnet, the verb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ha- and, um, me. That, <laughs> we haven't got license for that. Oh. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, and the final question, how do you want to be remembered, Ollie Rezon? Um, as somebody who is kind and generous and thoughtful and considerate. <laughs> Basically going against everything you've said in this podcast so far. No, but that's how I want to be remembered. Oh, that's true. It's not necessarily how you will exactly. be remembered. And of course, they'll be the bad cop to remind everyone of that. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for coming, up on the sh- uh, coming on the show, Ollie. Is there anything of yours you'd like to plug? Like tell the audience where they can... I don't know, anything you want. Your Instagram, I don't know, your no, social media. I got rid of I'm no, no longer a social media. Why did you do that? Um, I don't think my girlfriend particularly liked <laughs> me being on social media. What she found? Nothing. There's nothing to find, but because she doesn't have it. Right. And I, if I was on Instagram and I was posting stories, it felt like that was something that she wasn't privy to. Okay. So, But I, I, it wasn't a big deal getting rid of stuff. I got rid of Twitter and Facebook a long time ago, but Instagram has now been a month, so I can't really plug that. No. But I do have archive pics if anyone's interested. You can email at me at <laughs> No. Um I think I should plug Hi Jingo, which is the new the new thing. WWW is there, did it, people do still do websites? I think you have yeah. to, yeah. com. Yeah. Um I think it reopens at the end of October. Okay. Classic social distancing. Yeah. yeah. That's all the rage. Uh, has it not, has social distance, I mean, considering all the places that you've worked at, those places, the ping pong, the, the you know, bowling, the, hygiene, has it not, all those having to shut down, has it put the company, surely put the company in peril? I think it's in a really good space, actually. How? Um, Are they insured against stuff like that? Well, I th- uh, minimal, minimal. Right. Like, right. yeah, there's not a huge insurance against things like that. Obviously, Rishi helped out with some... Uh, he was very generous. Sweet furlough action. Thanks to the... Uh, 
conservatives mm. one time in my life. Yeah. I thank them. Okay, well, guys, uh, uh, if you've not been to these places, go to Bounce, go to Putt Shack, go to High Jingo. What have I missed out? Have I missed anywhere out? No. Just go to those if you like. Basically, I'll tell you where they're best for. What they're best for. Um, dates, activity dates. If you like an activity date, go to one of those places. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of It's Your Funeral. Please do subscribe to us, drop us a comment and a rating on Apple Podcasts. As we said, if you've got any funny death or funeral stories, uh, send them to us. Pod, it's your funeral at gmail.com. Also, please do follow at Vom Cruz on Instagram. That's Sam's brilliant meme curated Instagram account. And listen to my other podcast, Almost Famous. But once again, thanks so much for listening and we'll give you another episode very soon. Goodbye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.